wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth by Pastor Sami. We thank you for the safe deliveries. Lord, we are grateful for the vengeance. We give you praise, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Lord, for the healings. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name, Lord. Blessed be your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Lebran delebo, shakaban delebo, hayan delebo. Lekete brun takarasete beandaraba. Lebreketo satakaran delebo. Lebreketebe shatakarandaraba. Rabato kapandele bekedebo shatabaya. Lord, we give you praise. For all the things that you have done for us, Lord, we say thank you. We give you praise for the healing of the whole in heart. We thank you for the healing of our sister. We give you all the praise for the safe delivery. We thank you for the vengeance that you rendered for your child. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Shall we please be seated? We give God praise this morning for the privilege to be here to to hear God's word. And I also want to thank God's servant for this privilege giving me to share God's word with you this morning. In this service, we are looking at uncovering the wonders in fastings and prayers, part 3b. Uncovering the wonders in fasting and prayers, part 3b. I want to begin by saying that the commandments of God are pathways to our well-being. Every commandment that God gives unto us, it is for our well-being. In Deuteronomy chapter 28 verses 1 and 2, If thou shalt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, and observe to do all that he has told you, then shall these blessings come upon your life. So, the commandments of God are ordained for the blessings of God in your life. Never see any commandment of God as a form of punishment. Because the commandments of God are ordained for your prophets, they are ordained for your rewards. We heard the various testimonies that God has done. All of them as a result of obedience to the commandments of God. He said, take communion daily. That is what God commanded the person through God's servant. And by obedience to that uh, commandment, the healing came. So, God's commandments carry profits, it carries rewards. In 1 Timothy chapter 4 verses 15, Meditate upon these things. In them your prophet will appear. In them your prophet will appear. 
Then also in Hebrews chapter 10 verses 36 He said that after you have done the will of God Then you shall receive the reward When you find any young believer or any believer Who doesn't want to be under the rule of the commandment of God He can never end as a commander because God said in 1st John chapter 5 verse 13 that the commandments of God are not grievous. They are not burdensome. The commandments of God are to make you end glorious. It is not a form of punishment. It is to make you a commander over the issues of life. So, the commandment of God are meant for us to move into a path that is always shining and shining and in this month one of the commandments that god has given to us that carries profits and reward is the commandment of fastings and prayers the commandment of fastings and prayers in matthew chapter 6 verses 15 matthew chapter 6 Verse 16 Moreover when ye fast Be not as the hypocrite of a sad countenance For they disfigure their faces That they may appear unto men To fast Verily I say unto you They have their reward But thou when thou fasted Anoint thy head and wash thy face That thou appear not unto men to fast but unto thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee open. So fasting and prayers carries open rewards. That when we obey that commandment, those rewards are released unto us. When you see it as, as a form of punishment, that open reward can never be released unto you. Fasting is not a form of punishment. It is to polish your life. Hallelujah. So one commandment that carries the profit and the rewards of God is prayers and fasting. Now because it is a commandment, those of us who know a little bit about the army, in the army they give commands, they don't advise, they don't suggest. When you disobey the commandment, there are consequences that you face. So also in the spirit, the things that God commands us to do, when we disobey them or we refuse to do them, there are also dangers and consequences that we face. And one of the consequences that we face in disobeying this commandment of prayers and fasting is destruction. Destruction. In Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30 God said I sought for a man to stand in the gap to intercede for my people but I found none. And because I did not find anybody to stand in the gap to pray he said, therefore, I destroyed them. So, things become destroyed when we slack in prayer. 
when we are no more strengthened on our knees and then our hands lifted up in prayer what happens is that everything around us begins to destroy when we disobey especially a commandment like this appointed first your marriage begins to get destroyed your business becomes destroyed everything around you gets destroyed when we refuse to stand in the gap on the altar of prayer i sought for somebody to stand in the gap to pray for his or her marriage to pray for his children but because i found none destruction has come upon them so it is very dangerous to disobey god when it comes to the area of fastings and prayers hallelujah in psalm 56 verse 9 he said when i cried unto god then shall my enemies turn back when i cried unto god then shall my enemies turn back failure is pursuing you because you are not crying the devil is pursuing you is not turning back because you are not standing strong on the altar of prayer when you stand strong on the altar of prayer everything of the devil pursues you begins to turn back i pray that in this appointed fast every devil pursues you shall turn back in the name of jesus christ so it is very dangerous to disobey god when it comes to prayers and fasting that is why you are always dreaming one corner corner dream that is why your business is losing the color of god that is why your marriage is losing the peace of god because when you don't cry the enemy pursues hallelujah so on the altar of prayer and fasting what we do is that we build barriers we put up limitations on the devil so that the devil cannot destroy anything that is in your hands on the altar of prayer you stand strong and you put walls barriers against the plans of the devil in your life on the altar of prayer you build up energy and capacity for the devil to turn back as far as your issues are concerned that is why it is important that we become obedient when it comes to the issue of fasting and prayers in the first service i said when you sleep the devil is allowed to do as he pleases when people slack in prayers that is why the devil gets the chance to operate you see in the normal life anytime you are sleeping your hands become slippery 
things begin to slip out of your hands. I remember when we were in secondary school. In our dormitory, we used to share food together. But there is this guy. He will eat yours, but when it is his time, he will never want to release his. And this guy can sleep. So when he sleeps, this is what the boys will do. When he sleeps, he put his keys in a sense. So that nobody can get the keys and open the chop box. When is the boys, when they can give us the key, give us, he can sleep and snore. Then they will take the keys, open the chop box. Sometimes they empty everything in the middle, put back there. In the morning, when he asks, nobody will mind him. That is the same. When you are sleeping, things slip out of your hands. Your hands become slippery. Hallelujah. So, anytime we are sleeping in prayer, we keep the devil busy to be able to operate and function in our affairs. One man of God said, in order to keep the devil away, always keep awake. In order to keep the devil away, keep awake in prayers. The devil only functions and destroys things when you are sleeping in prayer. I pray that God will baptize you with a spirit of prayer that nothing of God in your hands shall slip into the hands of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. There are wonders in prayers and fasting that any time on the altar of prayer and fastings we come into contact with. And one wonder we want to look at in this service is the fulfillment of prophecy. The fulfillment of prophecy. When we talk about prophecy, prophecy is the unfolding of God's plan in the life of a man or concerning an issue. So for us as conquerors, there is a prophetic word over our lives this year. God has unfolded his agenda unto us this year. That this year is a year of multiple grace. This is a year of no hurt. This is a year of favor and upliftment. That is the agenda of God for our lives this year. But for you to see the fulfillment of prophecy, you must be willing to take the responsibility to war. No prophecy fulfills itself no matter the potency of that prophetic word. Men must take the responsibility to war with that prophetic word before they can see its fulfillment. There are so many things God has said about your life that you have not seen them. There are so many things that God has prophesied about your life in this book that you are not seeing in your life. It is not because God's word is not true. It is because not the one who prophesied is a false prophet. Because men are not willing to take their responsibility 
to war for the fulfillment of that prophecy to come. In 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 18, Paul told Timothy, the prophecies that you receive, you must be ready to war with it. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 18. This child I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. Every prophecy, everything that God says about your life will be opposed by the devil. One great man said, God proposes, the devil opposes, the believing, the believer must take the responsibility to impose. God proposes, that is the prophecy. But Satan will not watch the proposer of God come to pass in your life. He will oppose. So you must also be determined to impose what God has said. There are so many people in the Bible that God said good things about their lives. But until they were ready to war with that prophetic word. They never saw the fulfillment of that prophecy. In Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 24, God told the Israelites, I have given this land for you as a possession. But before that land, you must be ready to contend with the devil in battle. In the book of Ezra, let's do some readings. Ezra chapter 1. Ezra chapter 1 verses 1. He said, Now in the first year of Cyrus king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus king of Persia, that he made a proclamation throughout all kingdoms, and put it also in writing, saying, That saith Cyrus king of Persia, you move on, God said in his heart for the people of Israel to build that temple. That was the word prophesied by Jeremiah. So God has spoken that word. He has said in the heart of a king for that prophetic word to come to pass. But when you read chapter 4 verses 23, there were some people who made up their mind. That as long as they live, that prophecy will never come to pass. So chapter 4 verse 23, the Bible says, They made the work of God to cease by force and by power. And their companions, they went up in haste to Jerusalem, unto the Jews, and made them to cease by force and by power. So everything that God has said about your life will be opposed by the devil. Until you are ready to war with that prophetic word, you will never see it come to pass. God has said 
multiple grades. God has said prosperity. God has said divine favor. God has said no more head, no more sickness. But until you are ready to war with that word, you become a victim of the enemy. What are we saying? Begin to confront the enemy when it comes to the prophetic word that God has said over your life. We saw it in the life of Jabez. In First Chronicles chapter 4, you read verse 1. And the Bible said, And Jabez was a member of the clan of Judah. Jabez was a member of the clan of Judah. When you read the prophecies about the clan of Judah, blessings, expansion of their coast, leadership, influence. But the Bible says for this member in the clan of Judah, even though he has a prophetic word over his life, because the mother gave birth to him in pain, he was not experiencing the fulfillment of that prophecy. Until he was ready to cry and pray his case through. So he may be a member of this commission. God has said it. It is your personal responsibility on the altar of prayer and fasting. That will enable you to see the fulfillment of this prophetic agenda. Because every man's promised land there are giants. And in Matthew chapter 11 verse 12, the violence shall take it by force. So the things that God has said about your life, there are giants opposing them. But you need to match up those giants with violence. In 1 Corinthians 16 verse 9, a great door is open, an effectual door is open unto me. But there are many adversaries. Doors are open for you this year. But there are many adversaries. That is why you need to contend in prayer. We also saw in the life of Daniel. That in Daniel chapter 9 verse 2. He understood by the books. Jeremiah had prophesied that. After a certain number of years. The people of Israel. Will come out of captivity. But the time is up. It has passed. And the Bible said. Daniel when he was reading understood. That at this particular time, we are not supposed to be in captivity. And Daniel on the altar of prayer, prayed unto God. And the Lord sent an angel. It was that prayer that God sent an angel that the, uh, the prince of Persia would help the angel. And Daniel had to fight and fight again for 21 days. Before the fulfillment of that prophecy could come to pass. Hallelujah. So, God's words that he has said can only be fulfilled in our life on the altar of prayers and fasting. Also, in Luke chapter 8, verses 11, every word of God, whether written or spoken, the Bible says it is a seed. Luke chapter 8, verses 11, every word, whether spoken, whether written, the Bible says, he said he was talking about the parable, and now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. So God's word is a seed. And you and I know that for a seed to bear fruit, it must be watered. So that prophetic word God has said over your life is a seed. 
The seed, if it is not watered, can die in the soil. The altar of prayer in Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1 is what releases rain upon the seed of the word in order for the word to bring forth truth. Zechariah chapter 10 verse 1 Ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain so the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to everyone grass in the field. So that prophetic word over your life this is a seed. You need to water it. How? You ought water it on the altar of prayers and fasting. Hallelujah. So no prophecy is seen in the life of the believer except that prophetic word is word with on the altar of prayer. Now, on the altar of prayer, how do I, what do I do in order to see the fulfillment of this, of the prophetic word of God over your life? What to do in order to see prophecy fulfilled on the altar of prayer and fasting? One. On the altar of prayer and fasting, for prophecies to be fulfilled, you must have faith in God, faith in the vessel He uses, and believe in the reality of the content of what He has said. Have faith in God. The vessel he uses. And believe in the reality of the content of what he has said. In Luke chapter 1 verses 45. Blessed is she that believeth. For there shall be a performance. Of the things that were told her. Blessed is she that believeth. For there shall be a performance. Of the things that were told her. So when we come on the altar of prayer and fasting. What releases. What enables prophecies to be fulfilled in your life. Is your faith in God that you believe that He is the only one that can do what He has said, not any man? Your faith in God in James chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. But let him act in faith. Nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Verse 7. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. So, even though prophecies must be word with it, 
they, they, they are seen fulfilled on the altar of prayer and fasting. But on the altar of prayers and fasting, if you don't come and ask in faith, then never think you will see the fulfillment of that prophecy. Faith in God that He is the source of the prophecy and He is the one who will also do it. If that faith is not there, then forget it. Your fasting is just a hunger strike. He said, let him not think he shall receive anything from the Lord. So your belief in God, God has said it. It is not the hand of man that will bring it. Because the hand of man will get tired. God's hand never gets tired. If your trust about the prophecy is in man, that it is man who is going to do it, then forget it. My soul, wait thou only upon God. For it is only Him that your expectation cometh from. So your belief, your belief, your unwavering posture in God, that you are persuaded and convinced in your spirit, that He is the only one who can do it. That is what believers, the fulfillment of prophecy for your life. Also, Believe in the vessels that he uses. Second Chronicles 20 verse 20. Prophets are spiritual vendors that transmit the things that God has for us. Believe the last part. Believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye be established. Believe in his prophet. So shall ye prosper. No matter the potency of the prophetic word. If the vessel that God has placed over your life. You don't believe in that vessel. You don't receive that vessel. You will never see the fulfillment of that prophecy. He that receives a prophet receives a prophet's reward. So there are rewards that they carry. That when we receive them, we honor them, we respect them, we acknowledge them, we protect them. We come into contact with that prophetic word. So believe in the vessel for your prosperity. Also believe in God for your establishment. And then also believe in the reality of the content of what God has said. No matter how unrealistic that word may look. Believe in the content of that prophecy. If God says a man can be changed into a woman, no matter how unrealistic it looks like, believe in that content. That God's servant says he sees hangers, aeroplanes. Yours is there. The chair, right? What hangar? 
Five seconds, cry with no buy. Well, we are talking about hunger. It will not, you believe in God. You believe in the prophet. But if you don't believe in the reality of the content of the word, it can never be fulfilled in your life. Blessed is she that believeth. For there shall be a performance of the things that were told her. To believe in the content of what has been said over your life. Hallelujah. On that platform, when we stand before God, then we see the prophetic word fulfilled in our life. The last one is that we war with the prophetic word by speaking forth what God has said. War with the prophetic word by speaking forth what God has said. Isaiah 43 verse 26 Declare thou that thou may be justified. Declare thou that thou may be justified. You speak for, you speak for what God has said. That is what we call being prophetic. You speak as God has commanded. Like God told the prophet Ezekiel. The Bible said, this bones has no hope. But the Bible said, Ezekiel prophesied as God has commanded. It is your speaking forth, your speaking forth of what God has said over your life. That makes it fulfilled in your life. The Bible said, they brought an issue before Elisha. And Elisha spoke, Elisha spoke. And the Bible said, that issue responded according to what Elisha said. Prophecies responds according to what you have said. So you say it strongly and consistently. You speak it forth. God has said no more sickness. You get up in the morning, you anoint yourself. You speak over your life. No more sickness. No more sickness. God has said prosperity. You see, you are paying your tithe. You see poverty approaching. You begin to speak for what God has said. And it is when you speak what God has said that you see what God has said. The problem with, with so many believers is that we speak what men are saying. So what men are saying stays in our life. But we have to war with what God has said. There are economic crises. People are talking about hardship. But you shall say that the Lord shall be my supply. What God has said. So you speak it forth. Your silence is an advantage to the devil. He said, when I speak, they will obey. When I speak forth, the strangers will hear me. Sickness is not hearing you because you are not speaking to sickness. Failure is not hearing you because you are not speaking to failure. Speak forth, speak forth. You walk on the altar of prayer. You declare thou, my child cannot be sick. My child cannot be stubborn. Failure is not my fault. As you speak them on the altar of prayer, you see them coming to pass. Hallelujah. So speak forth. Speak 
God's servant said, whatever you don't want, don't watch. So begin to speak forth. Start oppressing your oppressors by speaking forth. Start tormenting your tormentors by speaking forth. And you will see that the devil is just a cheap meat. Hallelujah. You speak forth. God told Moses that I have made you a God over Pharaoh. Your brother, you are a prophet to your brother. When you go before Pharaoh, you are too much for Pharaoh. So you shall put words into the mouth of Aaron and Aaron shall speak for. So anytime they went before Pharaoh, Moses put words in the mouth of Pharaoh, in the mouth of Aaron, so that he will speak for. And before, Pharaoh said, I will not let you go. But when the day of vengeance came, he said, go as you have said. Go as you have said. Sickness will go as you have said. Failure will go as you have said. So this is what we say you are being prophetic. And there are classes of prophets. Hallelujah. We have the prophet that is the servant of God. That God has placed over you. The prophet in your life. And we have sons of the prophet. Hallelujah. You and I will belong to the sons of the prophet. The devil is too small for our prophet. So what he does is that he puts words into our mouth. When we come to church, when you attend your cell meeting, your shepherd is putting words into your mouth so that you go out there and deal with the devil. It is not everywhere pastor can follow you, your shepherd can follow you. Before you call them, the devil has already given you a slap. So we are putting words in your mouth. So that when the devil appears, you also as the son of the prophet can also speak forth. And just as in, in, in the animal kingdom, no matter how the lion is young, so when she see a young lion, they run away from him. Hallelujah. The other time I said they have a proverb that there is no small snake. Because every snake, whether baby or whatever, is poisonous. So also there is no child of God. We are putting words in your mouth. Putting words in your mouth. That you shall also go and say to sickness. That you shall also go and say to poverty. That you shall also go and say to failure. And as you speak for the things that God has said throughout the year. That prophetic word will come to pass in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare in the name of Jesus. Just as God's servant declared. That through God, God has said that no more pain, no more hurt, no more sickness. I declare over your life throughout this year, there shall be no more sickness in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. He said there shall be divine covering, divine protection. I pray a covering over every conqueror in the name of Jesus Christ. Peace run about. We declare in our homes, in our marriages, in our jobs. Peace run about 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Strange upliftment and promotion. This year, no one shall be on the floor in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for the elevation of every conqueror in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every issue of death is cancelled. Every issue of death is cancelled. I pray for strange financial blessings over your life in the name of Jesus Christ. You want to be on your... We hope you have been blessed by the word. We would love to have you worship with us at Conquest Global Ministries, located at British Sailor Society, Takrade, near the Harbour Gate. Or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278. You are blessed.